All right, let's start from the beginning. My name is Hilton Price, and I'm an OK Geek. Guys, this is not a weekly podcast. We're trying to make sure that we don't become a bi-monthly podcast, but we are where we are. Honestly, things in my world have just been a little busier, a little more hectic than usual, and it has forced me to make some choices in recent weeks. And one of the sacrifices, unfortunately, was new episodes of OK Geek, but we are back, uh, and we are super glad to be doing this episode today. And I figured what better way than to just start from the beginning and look at previews, because previews is where the comics journey begins. It's where you see what's going to be coming up in about three months, and you can start to plan your buying habits. But I do have some turtle talk later in the episode. I am done with the Armageddon game, and we have moved on to whatever is next for the Fab Five and I can't wait to see what that's going to be. Uh, but let's get into some previews. Let's start with DC. My boys over at DC. The latest DC previews, which is now previewing for October of 2023, it's got Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong on the cover. And I got to tell you, you know, Warner synergy is not always great. Uh, you know, I heard about how ridiculous the new Space Jam movie was where it's got, like, the Iron Giant and shit in there. And, and the Iron Giant, um, you know, who's not even supposed to be, like, around anymore because of the end of that movie. But sometimes the synergy is cool. And seeing the Justice League uh, team up with Godzilla, team up with King Kong, uh, take them both on, I don't know. That's cool. That is the kind of big action spectacle that I want for my comic books, and I could not be uh, happier. It's written by Brian Buccoletto, who is just a go-to workhorse for DC. He's done a lot of good stories over the years. I'm not as familiar with the artist Christian Deuce or Duce, uh, but we got variant covers by lots of the big names, Scott Williams, Jim Lee, and we've got uh, what looks like it's going to be a fun adventure. I'm, I'm on board for this. Now, I don't know if I'm going to buy the singles. I may read it digitally. Oh, man, this is some really pretty art, too. Some really cool shots of uh, Clark and Lois seeing Godzilla coming up out of the ocean. This is going to be a good-looking book, you guys. I um, And it's the kind of big, dumb action that comics does well. So I'm kind of excited for that. Um, but let's see what else is going on. We've got uh, Batman 138 and Catwoman 58 are part of this Gotham War. Uh, it's going to be kicking off. There's a Battle Lines preview issue, and then we get into the the, the Gotham War, which is going to span the Batman and Catwoman titles. Keeping Chip Zdarsky on Batman and Teeny Howard on Catwoman. A lot of people bitch about Teeny Howard, man, but I honestly think her Catwoman stuff has been fine. Uh, I liked Valmont. I liked the, um, the, the jail interlude. I like the way she's getting back her corner of Gotham. Uh, Selena's my girl, man, and, and she's, been, she's been killing it, so... So, yeah, this Batwoman, Batman, Catwoman, the Gotham War. There's a Scorched Earth. It looks like that's the final chapter. Okay, I see. And let's see what else. We've got new issues of Detective, of Nightwing, of all the stuff that always comes up uh, during these month-to-month uh, -month purchases of comic books here. I'm going to double-check that my computer is working here because I've got some stuff that's acting a little bit weird there. There we go. Anyway, back to the books. Um... Uh, Batman the Brave and the Bold has been fun. That is a, um, uh, what do you call it? Oh, shucks, the words escape me. But where every month you've got a couple of different stories, an anthology series. It is an anthology series of multiple Batman stories. Um, and I've really been enjoying it. So I am probably on Batman Brave and the Bold for a while still. There's also this new Batman and Robin book that's going to be hitting issue number two in October. That's written by Joshua Williamson. And Joshua Williamson has become one of my favorite writers over at DC. His Superman is excellent. So I, I, I'm honestly curious to see what he's going to do with, um, with uh, Bruce and Dick because I think if you get the right writer on the right story, you have a lot to do uh, and a lot to do that's good. 
Speaking of the right writer, Kelly Thompson, you guys know I'm a big fan of her work. Uh, her Birds of Prey hits issues number two in October. Um, I did not order number one because I'm going to buy off the rack on that one. Although I will almost definitely switch to dig, uh, to, uh, to, to, to pre-orders um, uh, for issues number two going forward. What else we got? We got some new Poison Ivy, some new Harley, some new Penguin written by Tom King. It's interesting. We got Robert Venditti doing Wesley Dodds, The Sandman, bringing back some of the Golden Age characters in this new, the new Golden Age initiative that DC is kicking off with uh, The Sandman, with The Flash, with Green Arrow, Alan Scott. Uh, I'm sorry, Green Lantern, Alan Scott. So there's some good stuff there. Uh, in the mildly concerned category, we're going to talk about Amazon's attack number one. I don't know if you're an old enough comic book guy to remember the last time there was a book called Amazon's Attack. It was during, it was either 52 or Countdown. This is back in like the 08, 09 era. And Amazon's Attack was a four-issue miniseries that was terrible. Uh, look it up. It is terrible. So anything with that name on it is mildly scary. Although, um, what we got here? Apparently it's got, so it's a spinoff out of Wonder Woman. And it's coming out right as Wonder Woman number two comes out. This is the relaunched Wonder Woman with Tom King at the helm. So I'm kind of curious to see what that Wonder Woman number one is going to do. Because i got a hunch it's going to set up a status quo that could be interesting. Superman hits number seven. Uh, legacy numbering number 850, which is cool. We're only about 50 away from Superman 900. That's fun. There's some cool variant covers on that one, too. I may buy a variant cover for that one. You got Lee Bermejo. You got Mike Cho. You got David Finch, you got Greg Capullo, uh, some Jim Lee series. You got a lot of great covers for that. Action Comics is hitting 1058, some more cool covers on that. I was on the first act arc of action at 1050, but I jumped off. I'm honestly just not loving it so much. So Superman is the super book for me, not action. Supergirl special number one by Mariko Tamake. They're advertising her return to Supergirl like it's big. Have you guys read uh, anything by Mariko Tamaki? She seems like a... Clearly someone that DC wants us to know about. Batman, Superman, World's Finest. I have been loving Mark Wade back in comics. Now, Mark Wade is one of those guys that just writes a good, all-purpose comic book story, but he's also the kind of writer that can really uh, tank his own uh, career if he doesn't learn to keep his mouth shut. And he has that problem online a lot. So whatever he's doing to keep his shit together and focus on the work, I'm glad to see it because that um, World's Finest book is great. Also, Shazam has been great. Run number four in October. Excited for that. <clears throat> I, I will say uh, Hawk Girl is also hitting number four that month. I grabbed the first issue of Hawk Girl. I don't know uh, Jadzia Axelrod, but she is a competent writer. Uh, and the book was good, man. Um, I'm not a Hawk Girl girl, so I don't know if I'm going to be on it for any length of time. I don't even know if I'm going to grab number two because my, my budget is tight. <clears throat> but I did like it. If you like Hawk Girl, if you want to support LGBTQ creative teams, um, or if you just want a damn good action book, that's all there, man. It's all there. So check it out. If you have any interest in Hawkgirl, I highly recommend checking it out. <clears throat> Titans number four with my boy Tom Taylor writing it. Uh, coming on the heels of his Nightwing run. I guess that's not over, so not necessarily heels. But that Titans mystery in number one was good. Uh, it got deeper in number two. So I'm excited. I'm on it for a bit, man. This one's got some Beast Boy and Amanda Waller. It could be interesting. That World's Finest Teen Titans is a Mark Wade book. That one's been interesting, too. Only one issue in, but it's not bad. I don't hate it. I'm on it for a minute because of Mark Wade. Tom Taylor and Mark Wade, man, they've been tearing it up over at DC. Some Green Lantern, some Blue Beetles, some Fire and Ice, a bunch of stuff I'm not reading. I don't know, man. I don't got much more to say about any of this. 
They're doing a big return of Superman 30th anniversary special. I don't know if you guys remember last year they did the Death of Superman anniversary special. So this will be another version on that. Oh, there's a new Batman book called City of Madness. It looks like it's going to be a, um, what do you call it, uh, a black label. That looks cool. And then we get into the collections, and they do be collecting. That's how they do things over there. I should move over to Marvel, Marvel previews. Wow, this one's thick, you guys. That's what she said. Um, Marvel's big thing uh, in October is going to be Gods, number one. This is the new series by Jonathan Hickman with Valerio Shidi on art. Um, these are characters that Hickman has been talking about for a while, but we're really finally getting into it, so I'm kind of curious to see what it's going to mean. We got a new Carnage book by Torin Grunbeck, who I did not like on Thor, so I will probably not be reading that. Oh, cool, we get a preview of uh, Gods, number one. I will actually read this and uh, report back. I'll let you guys know if I care at all. It looks like a lot of talking. A lot of talking, a lot of standing around. Because who doesn't want standing around talking in their comic books? Isn't that fun? Doesn't everybody love when people just stand around and talk? What else we got? We got new Captain Marvel by Alyssa Wong. I am super psyched about that. Also, Carol is wearing a variation of her Hellfire Gala outfit, which everyone on the internet went nuts for. I've also been reading that Captain Marvel Dark Tempest. Um, I'm okay, man. I I'm cool with it because, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Look at this. Huh? All right. Um, Captain Marvel Dan Dark Tempest by Anna Senti. Uh, it's been interesting. It has not grabbed me the way that Kelly Thompson's run did, but Nesenti is an old, um, not old, but she is a classic, awesome writer at Marvel. So I, I totally see where it could get better. And it's like a four or five issue mini. So I'm, I'm in for a bit, man. I'm, I'm down to hang on that for a bit. On top of the uh, eponymous Captain Marvel book by Alyssa Wong, we also get another mini called Captain Marvel Assault on Eden. This is about her taking on the Kree homeworld, or, or trying to save the Kree homeworld, so that could be interesting as well. The Ultimate Universe is back with a book called Ultimate Universe Number 1. This could be interesting. Jonathan Hickman on the um, heels of his Ultimate... Is it Ultimate Invasion? Is that what the new series is called? The miniseries where uh, the maker, the evil Reed Richards, is coming over to 616 to try and cause some trouble and eventually remake uh, the Ultimate Universe the way he wants. I'm down for it, man. I um I was a big Ultimate guy back in the day. We're talking, what, 15 years ago, maybe more. <clears throat> wow, almost 20 now. Um, Ultimate X-Men, The Ultimates, Ultimate Spider-Man, these are some of the first books I got into when I started reading comics. And when main Marvel continuity seemed too convoluted for a new comic book reader, The Ultimate Universe was a great place to have the characters I was familiar with, but kind of in their own way, and in a way that I can... Jump in on the ground floor. And it was great. And I followed the Ultimate Universe for many, many years until eventually making the, the move back over to 616. And I'm just glad to see them playing in that playground again. Also, Iron Man's costume is really cool. I like the, uh, the suit in the Ultimate Universe. So, And I trust Hickman, man. He's, he's oftentimes too heady for me. He's a smart guy, clearly, and I'm not. So um, he, he outthinks me sometimes, but it's worth it. It's a good time. Spider-Boy's getting his own book, thanks to Dan Slott. If there's a name I never need to see in another comic, it's Dan Slott. Old boy is done. Please, dude, just, just retire. We got a new She-Hulk by Rainbow Rowell and Jessica Gao. You know, I may jump on that, honestly. I haven't read She-Hulk consistently, but that MCU show was awesome. Too much freaking fun. So I would love to see um, some good quality She-Hulk. Oh, wow. It's a cool variation. Uh, variant, variant cover on that with... Um, a new champion who's hulked out. Yelena Belova is getting her own miniseries, White Widow number one. That sounds like a Billy Idol song. White Widow. 
Carnage number one by Torin. I told you about that. Predator versus Wolverine. Did I miss this last month? Holy shit, that sounds cool. That's a four issue mini. Predator versus Wolverine. Damn, dude. Did I talk about the? I didn't do previews last month. Oh yeah, because I was busy. This looks cool, you guys. What the fuck is this? Oh, sorry, I'm swearing. Okay, we do have a new Daredevil by Saladin Ahmed. Okay. Interesting. Curious about that. So Daredevil number two by Saladin Ahmed. Meanwhile, we got J. Michael Straczynski back on Captain America. That's hitting a number two as well. Oh, cool. A new Jeff book from Kelly Thompson. It's Jeff. If you don't know about Jeff the Land Shark, he is the most adorable part of the Marvel Universe. Really super cute character, man. Um, check it out. Kelly's awesome, by the way. Some new Marvel zombies. Some black and white Marvel zombie stories. Black, white, and blood. All right. You know what? Why not? Shit sells. We just did Deceased, so Marvel's got to get theirs in. Crypt of Shadows number one by Al Ewing? What the fuck is this? A team involving Scarlet Witch, Deadpool, the Hulk, and Daredevil? I am all over this. Huh. Man, I'm kind of excited that I didn't actually open this until I sat down to record because there's been some fun surprises here, man. Crypt of Shadows. Cap Wolf is back. Cap Wolf and the Howling Commanders. You guys remember when Captain America was a wolf? I don't either. It's before my time. How wild. A little four-issue miniseries there. Okay, that Crypt of Shadows has got to be an anthology series because listen to this writer lineup. Al Ewing, Sarah Gailey, Steve Orlando, Kevin Scott, and Declan Shalvey. Yeah, it's got to be, what, five stories? Five or six stories. Four or five stories. Cap Wolf looks cool. I don't know anything about Hollow's Eve, who is, I think, a Spider-Man villain, but she's getting her own book. Spine-tingling Spider-Man. This is all October shit. I can tell you right now, it's all October shit. Spine-tingling Spider-Man. We've got more Amazing Spider-Man because Zeb Wells has not been canned yet. Marvel clearly not listening to them bitchin' fans. Oh, Torn Grownbucks on Venom? That explains why he's... Oh, wow. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. You guys. You guys. Black Widow's the new Venom. Did you guys hear this? With uh, number 26, where Torn Grownbuck takes over, Black Widow becomes the new Venom uh, with her own costume. And um, I don't know. I don't know what that means. After the shocking events of Venom number 23, Natasha Romanoff, the Black Widow, crosses paths with symbiotes, symbiotes in a way that will leave her changed forever until the writer changes it back. New Miles Morales Spider-Man. No, number 11. Never mind. Uh, but he's teaming up with Blade. Superior Spider-Man returns. What? What? What is this? The t oh, my God. Is it the 10-year anniversary of the Superior Spider-Man already? Huh. I think this is just a one-off. Interesting. Man, I just sold my whole run of Superior like a month ago. That was a really good run. If you've never read Superior Spider-Man, check it out. Uh, I'll give you the tagline. Doc Ock is Spider-Man. I know, right? More Spider stuff. Red Goblin, Spider-Man India, Uncanny Spider-Man. You Spidey fans have got a lot to keep you busy. UX fans too. Jean Grey, Astonishing Iceman, Uncanny Avengers. Dark X-Men, Realm of X, and, of course, the eponymous X-Men. There's a bunch of stuff coming out, man. Invincible Iron Man, with Iron Man now uh, married to Emma Stark. Emma Stark. Emma Frost. Emma Stark. 
Moon Knight's going to die soon. Did you hear about this? Rumors are killing Moon Knight. And by rumor, I mean they announced it. I mean, Jed McKay's on the book. Jed McKay can do no wrong, so I ain't sweating it. For Halloween, we've got a Moon Knight versus Werewolf by Night. We've also got that Moon Knight City of the Dead that's been ongoing. We've got two Avengers books coming out in uh, October. Avengers number six and seven, also by Jed McKay, who can do no wrong. Okay, I see Captain Marvel Dark Tempest is still ongoing. It is a five issue. They, uh, they're uh, number four solicited this month. Very cool. And Avengers Inc. Oh, this is the one with like the wasp. This one sounds cool, man. It's got Al Ewing, who does no wrong. It's got Leonard Kirk on art. And Daniel Acuna on these really gorgeous covers. Immortal Thor. Um, did I jump? I think I'm jumping on that too. Because Al Ewing, man. His Immortal Hulk run is so goddamn good. I've been reading that digitally. I think I told you guys this. Scarlet Witch continues. Oh, good. Nine and ten. Oh, I'm so glad that's doing well. With Steve Orlando at the helm, you never know. A bunch of other stuff. That new Black Panther was pretty good. I bought the first issue of that. That's written by Eve Ewing. Uh, she also did a, a, a Photon miniseries that I, I thought was pretty good a couple months back. Uh, and her, her Black Panther was good. He's now exiled. He's no longer uh, the king of Wakanda. But he is still helping the people because that's what he does. Ghost Rider. I don't think I've ever read a Ghost Rider book. Maybe I need to. Incredible Hulk. That's been good. Philip Kennedy Johnson. I'm only like two issues in, but I'm digging it. It's this big monster trying to take down the Hulk thing. Which I, I, I like solely for the powers. You know, you want good threats that are truly a threat to the Hulk. And you just don't see that with anybody. Uh, more about my love for Jed McKay. Doctor Strange 8 and 9 solicited. Great Alex Ross covers on those, too. I want to fill Noto variant. That's pretty cool. Doctor Strange has been good, man. This most re recent issue, they went to a wedding. Uh, Strange and Clea, they went to... Uh, Umar the Unreal. Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I jumped off after like issue two or three. Pretty much my comic shop didn't have an extra copy of the next issue, and that's all it took. That's not a good sign, you guys. I'm curious what Grootfall is. I just wish I could actually get to that answer quickly. Fantastic Four continues to be amazing. Ryan North is doing an exceptional job. Even Coelho. It is Even Coelho. Okay. Doing a hell of a job on art. And, you know, there's other stuff, too. Oh, there's this Dark Droids. Dark Droids is a mini, huh? Okay. I bought Dark Droids number one the other day. Star Wars Dark Droids. I don't know what it's about, but it's a cool concept and title. So, I'll, uh, I'll let you know. Maybe I'll read that for next week. A lot of books are getting two solicits in October. Is Marvel trying to, Marvel trying to catch up with something? What's going on there? Why is so many books coming out twice this month? Man, their Star Wars lineup is huge right now. It's really impressive. It's about all I got for the Marvel previews, man. Let's see much else here. You know, getting into collections. Uh, collections are awesome. Buy them. <laughs> you know, it wasn't awesome. The Armageddon game. Actually, it was a great, great, great crossover. Uh, it wasn't so great for the Turtles, though. Uh, I have finished the Armageddon game. This was an eight-issue miniseries called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Armageddon Game, a six-issue miniseries called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Armageddon Game, The Alliance, and about eight issues of the eponymous TMNT book. Uh, this brought in just about everybody that's been a Turtles cast member for the past 140-some-odd issues. Um, it was great. It was big. It was often confusing. Um, but I, I read the whole damn thing through, and 
I got a few questions that I'll probably need to go back on and check, like, who did exactly what and what exactly was the point of this scene. You know, like, I don't... What the hell did the neutrinos do? You know, I, I got to double-check that stuff. But but there's a lot, and it was really enjoyable, you guys. It was a really, really great crossover. It built on the history of the book. It used the cast in excellent ways. And I, I'm so excited to see where we go from here. Um, you guys know I've been a big fan of the Ninja Turtles book. And... I'm a big fan of the Turtles, and, and I'm a big fan of the Turtles even more so thanks to this book because of what a great job they've done handling the characters, putting them through interesting plot lines, and keeping everything moving right along. It's been fun. It's been a lot of fun to be a Turtles fan. Um, and coming out of it, uh, I had the 2023 crossover called Out of Time. Or not, uh, the 2023 annual, not crossover, annual, Out of Time. And I decided to start there. Coming out of Armageddon Game, I decided I wanted something a little, little bit of a palate cleanser. And man, this was something, man. This is a time-displaced turtle, later revealed to be an, uh, an aged and beaten Raphael, uh, essentially tries to kill the other turtles to stop them from doing something bad in the future. So, real twisted. Um, and kind of set us up with a couple of things. One, we have talk about this Genesis machine that Donatello allegedly creates that does some very bad things in the future. So Raphael is there to make sure that he doesn't do anything with it. And then uh, at the end of the episode, Raphael is still in the present and taking on a, a, a batch full of foot ninjas. This could set up some interesting status quo going forward. If Raphael is caught and made to become a tool of the foot, if Raphael proves himself as a tough warrior and bests the foot and becomes a new time-displaced vigilante, or some third thing, as uh, they are meant to say. Um, I'm... I'm Excited for where the Turtles book goes from here. It is consistently one of the best books on the stands. It is the best ongoing series in comics right now. And the crossover was great. So, out of time, maybe, but I got plenty of time to read the Ninja Turtles. And that's what I got for you this week, you guys. Just uh, getting started again with a look forward with previews and a look back on the Armageddon game. If you have any questions, reach out to me. You can find me at HiltonPrice at gmail.com. You can also find me on the socials media. Just look for Hilton Price. And remember, OK Geek is not a weekly podcast, but I will be back soon. See you then, guys.